Welcome to the Calvary Podcast, a ministry of Calvary Episcopal Church recorded live in Memphis. The Calvary Podcast is weekly sermons, but also conversations, reflections, and provocations about the mystery of God and what it means to be human in the world in need of repair. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Twenty years ago, a French film called Amelie captured the attention and hearts of the world. It's about a waitress in Paris. And in one of its many subplots, Amelie's father becomes a recluse after the death of his wife. He had dreams about traveling around the world, but he never does. After the loss of his wife, the only thing for which he seems to find any energy at all is to place a garden gnome on top of the outdoor shrine he had built to honor her memory. One day, the garden gnome comes up missing, and the father starts receiving these photographs in the mail showing the garden gnome in New York City in Moscow, next to the Empire State Building in New York, and in all the major cities of the world. He doesn't know what to make of this, and he's distressed about it, and he finally shares the photographs with Amelie. She looks at him and with a sly smile says, maybe he just wants to see the world. In our gospel passage from John, Jesus' disciples also seem scared to move forward after what seemed a very unholy week to them. They're hiding out in a locked room, and the resurrection Jesus miraculously joins them. He offers them peace and shows them the marks in his hands and his side. Then Jesus commissions them. He does this in the tone of family. He says, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. And then he does something even more intimate. He breathes the Holy Spirit into them. This marks a major turning point in the gospel story. The disciples have now become apostles. The word apostle means one who is sent. They now have a mission to go out, and they are even given the power to forgive sins. But much like Amelie's father, they seem reluctant to go out into the world. A week later, they meet again in the shut-up room. This time, Thomas joins them, and Jesus again appears in the midst of them. He offers Thomas the chance to put his hands in Jesus' wounds. And the one we call Doubting Thomas gives the strongest possible confession of Jesus as, My Lord and my God but we still have questions about the identity of the disciples. Are they ready to leave this locked room? Are they ready to be apostles? One of the things we have learned over the last year is that there are ways we can leave the locked rooms without leaving them physically. We have found new ways to connect with others through technology, and we have found more time to connect through the old ways of long, leisurely phone calls 
and handwritten notes. Conversely, we have learned that there are times when we have left the locked room, either before COVID or during it, but remained locked away in our hearts due to our callousness, our distractions, and our fear. The questions for us as we are beginning to emerge from lockdown are, are we ready to leave the locked rooms of our hearts? Are we ready to be apostles? In a few moments, we will baptize a handsome, young, smiling boy, Gaines Jackson Hammond. One of the prayers we will offer for him is this, send him into the world in witness to your love. That prayer is a reminder to Gaines' parents, godparents, and to all of us that as we all renew our baptismal covenant, we are emerging from the font, the water of the font, like Gaines and we are called to find our mission in the world. Gaines will later be anointed with chrism oil, oil that can blessed by our bishop on the Tuesday in Holy Week. This baptismal oil can only be blessed by the bishop. It's a sign of her connection with Jesus' apostles. Today, Gaines and we enter the realm of apostleship. We too are being sent out of locked rooms, perhaps even geographically, but definitely out of the locked rooms of our hearts. We are all being sent into the world to offer forgiveness, to offer hope, and to be witnesses to the resurrection of Jesus to our city and to the world around us. We are to proclaim by word and example the good news of God and Christ. This involves taking the risk of leaving the safety of the locked rooms of our heart and to open ourselves to the vulnerability of caring for others. In the movie, Amelie keeps getting more and more of these photographs of his traveling gnome in the mail. He winds up putting them all up on a wall, and you can tell he's becoming a little envious of his gnome. We learn later that Amelie is the one who pried the gnome loose from the makeshift memorial in the garden and gave it to a flight attendant friend to make and send these photos from all over the world. At long last, the father goes out to his garden one day and see that, sees that his gnome is back in place atop the memorial. He stares longingly at the gnome. And then in one of the next scenes, we see him walk out of the gate of his home for the first time in years with two suitcases in his hand. He hails a cab and says, take me to the international airport. He begins his long dreamed about journey out into the wider world. Jesus teaches his disciples and teaches us that the good news isn't good if it stays in a locked room. Are we ready to go out and share and be the good news? to our city and to the world. Are we ready to be apostles? Amen. If you're curious about Calvary Episcopal Church, we are an eclectic bunch of Christian people who don't all think the same thoughts or dress the same way or vote for the same candidates or even believe all the same things about the mystery of God and what it means to be human. But we do believe that we need each other because of our differences, not in spite of them and that God calls us into unity, not uniformity. 
Subscribe to the Calvary Podcast at calvarymemphis.org slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit Calvary in person at the corner of 2nd and Adams in the heart of downtown Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm.